Hello, welcome to Nerd Cannon. I'm Beth. I'm Paul. This is a podcast where two librarians look at pop culture cornerstones from their childhood and decide if they are good enough to be shared with the next generation of nerds. Hey, Paul. Shit. I, rem- I meant to say you're not allowed to use my first name. Oh, well. I'm not allowed to use your first name. Yes. <laughs> because, never mind. Okay. Wow. <laughs> it's from the movie, Beth, but I can't um, say it until I do my bad synopsis what it is, I right? see. I see. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you have a bad synopsis? <laughs> yeah. We're going we're gonna to talk about this documentary expose of the fraud and abuse rampant in the world of United States defense spending. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but you're redacted. No, well, sure, but yeah, I could be that too. Anyway, all right, um, great. Uh, we're talking about Real Genius <laughs> and <laughs> shit. Released August seventh, nineteen eighty five. Directed by Martha Coolidge. Uh, okay. Written by oh, what did I type here? Uh, Neil Israel. Uh, <laughs> Pat question mark. I love PJ- when people's names have question marks in them. <laughs> <laughs> PJ Torakiev, Kavim. I'm mm-hmm. so good here. A long time ago, me took these notes. Yeah, um, that's starring, gonna be an issue. Yep. Starring Bill Kummer, Gabe Jarrett, and William Atherton. The Rotten Tomatoes was 77%, and the audience score was 83%. Oh, okay. Um, Paul me what was your experience as a kid? I really like this movie, and um, I hadn't watched it in a long time. And for some reason, Beth was like, let's do Real Genius. And I was like, I, okay, I think I own that movie. And for some reason, at some point in my relatively recent history, I had bought it online and owned the digital. Like streaming, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know why. I don't know if there was like a sale or something. Do they do sales on digital <laughs> do movies? They do sales? <laughs> I don't know. You got it in the dollar bin I of did. the. I did. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk about that for the next episode. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. So I don't know when I watched it, though. I feel like I just had it in my digital library for some reason. I Great. liked it. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> um, I had uh, my first watching was with my brother, which I remember because. He expressed incredulity that I hadn't seen it, but I was probably like 14. <laughs> like, I just got here. So, yeah, I'm like, I'm new here. My brother's 10 years older than me, and I just – I don't know why I, he would have thought. But anyway, and in his head, because this was pre-internet and pre-IMDB days, he was right. like, oh, yeah, the main kid – not Val Kilmer, but the kid – the main kid is Sarah Jessica Parker's Parker's brother, look at him. They look exactly the same. And for years, <laughs> I believed that to be true because back nice. in the 90s, if somebody said a movie yeah. fact to you, you had no choice. You just right. had to believe them. If, if they were just um, competent enough, they were right. Yeah. And he said it with confidence. And I was like, great. Mm-hmm. But that is not true. But anyway, I have since watched it a bajillion times. It's a rewatcher okay. for me. I feel like I know every single fucking word. And it is a good background one because I feel like at any given time there's a music montage. And so it's a good like <laughs> There's so one. many music so montages. Many. <laughs> so many. And I think I could sing you every song. Um, okay. But I, I just, it's like a sick day background you could don't really have to pay attention to for me. So yeah. that's why I put yeah, it on the list because I love it. Okay. Um, okay. So I have two trivies in a way. Okay. 
which will also be a mystery to me. Okay. <laughs> James Rode Rodriguez has stated that his character Sean Spencer on the TV show Psych is an homage slash copy of the character Chris Knight. So that's first one. Uh, wow. Number two, it took three months to pop all that popcorn for the final scene. Oh, okay. And then the last one is set designers let Vale Kilmer decorate the dorm room as they felt he had such a deep sense of the absurdity of the character. The Ouija board and water cooler fish tank were his ideas. Ooh, okay. I definitely believe the popcorn thing. That's a lot of popcorn. Three months? A is that lot like three? Of popcorn. Could have been like three days. I don't know. I think that's probably true. Uh, the first one, you said a lot of words, and I, I didn't really like, understand a lot of psych. them. Psych. The show Psych. <laughs> right. And people's names. And I'm like, sure, that's probably oh, a person in a show. Yeah, who plays <laughs> the main character? In a Sad show that, that I don't me. know about. Oh, you don't know Psych? Okay, well, I don't, I mean, anyway. Yeah, I'm, you just uh, it doesn't matter. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Uh, I Maybe it's not going... even real. Do you, know that the whole, do you know that that's a real show? I do know it's a show. Oh, I was like, maybe I made it up. What if I made up a whole fake show? I would probably buy it. You could make up so many fake shows and people, Beth. You could do that every time and I would probably buy it. Uh, I'm just not that creative. Hmm. <laughs> but Val Kilmer says Ouija board and water cooler fish tank were his ideas. Oh, man. I'll say the third one is the fiction. That he is not that creative either. God damn it. You're right. So right. <laughs> here, here's, um, it was actually his brother. Ha huh. um, uh, okay. So, as revealed in the documentary, Veil, um, some of the pictures on the walls in their dorm <laughs> Wait, room. Wait, is that were, real? Did you just make up Veil? That's real, 2021. <laughs> um, some of the pictures were made by his brother, Wesley, presumably Wesley Kilmer. Wesley Kilmer. Right. Yeah. The famous Wesley Kilmer. The famous Wesley Kilmer. So that's that's where the images came from. To achieve the house filled with popcorn for the film's climax, the production team popped popcorn continuously for three months. It was yeah, treated with a yeah. with a flame retardant so it wouldn't combust. Um and then covered <laughs> because they were really worried that birds were gonna eat it because now it was possibly poisonous. Yeah, they had all those kids eat it at the end, so. They sure did. And in my head, I was like, please tell me they just popped a pe- like a thing of Jiffy right. Pop and gave them fresh because I right. also don't want three-month-old popcorn. Yeah. But anyway, I don't know why they felt like it was in such danger of being set on fire. That's the part that I don't think I understand. But I'm not in the business of making enormous amounts of popcorn for movies. So what the fuck do I know? And then the psych thing was true. He uh, based it on Chris Knight. And that show is about somebody who's pretending to be a psychic, but they get away with pretending to be a psychic because they're like very, very observant and very How would you need to pretend to be a psychic than just be really observant? Yo, I can't explain this show to you. Okay. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Um, All right. More fun facts. When Laszlo Hollyfeld sends in the large number of entries to the Frito-Lay contest, he's mirroring the actions of Caltech students, Stephen Klein, Dave Novikov, and Barry Medgell, who in 74 used a similar strategy to win McDonald's. Their entries came to roughly one-fifth of the total entries. They won the station wagon, three grand in cash, and $1,500 in food gift certificates. Okay. So I guess if you're determined enough, 
Mm -hmm. But also, this is a total fucking aside, but in a similar vein, there's a documentary called Pepsi, Where's My Jet? And it's about the Pepsi points Oh, I know about this. Yes, and it yes. was so good. So if you like true crimey stuff, like it was such a good documentary. Anyway, oh, cool. uh, back at the ranch. Uh, mm-hmm. In the scene where the military is set up for the laser test fire, the cars in the procession on the dirt road are set up to replicate the JFK assassination. Poor form. Oh, too soon. Yeah. So they had a really like hard time making the lasers be on camera because they actually had Ooh, some shocker. lasers. <laughs> I know, but they actually had some lasers, and like they are visible to your eyeball, but like not visible to the camera. And there mm-hmm. was like a lot of experiments where they were trying to like make that like happen. Um, the dorm is the actual dorm, Dabney House at Caltech, and the students, like the extras, a lot of them, like the students at the school were some of the extras and they consulted. The Greek initials DEI are rumored to be all over the world. That's like a thing that they do. The people who go to that school and live in that dorm, they like put it all over the world. Like there's rumors that it's like on Mount Rushmore and Mount Everest, it's like all over, blah, blah, blah. But it's in Easter eggs in the movie all over. So, like, Drainage Experts, Inc. is, like, what's on the truck. And they're, like, written all over the movie because it was, like, a Caltech, like, thing that they like to do. So a lot of the things and pranks that happened were actually things that happened. So at, at Caltech, and they were, you know, put into the script for that reason. So the car in the room was actually something that somebody did. The volatile substances to make the smart people on ice was a real thing that happened. And then like the like recording lectures where everybody would just bring their crappy boom boxes. Like mm-hmm. was like one day they just everybody agreed they weren't going to go and the teacher showed up and it was just all boom boxes, like whatever. <laughs> um, so those are some real things that happened. Yeah. All the laser technology was the real thing sponsored by professor Martin Gunderson. And they, like I said, kind of struggled to film that. <laughs> the character of Jordan is the basis for the animated character gadget hack wrench in Disney's Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Oh my gosh, I totally get that. Rangers, yeah. Wow, okay, I get it. I love her. Yuki, nope, Yuji Akimoto and Gabriel, fuck me. Gabriel, Let me try that one again. Okay, ready? Yuji Akimoto and Gabriel Jarrett would go on to fight Ralph Macchio in the Karate Kid Part 2 and the Karate Kid Part 3, respectively. And this is my favorite. The script was extensively rewritten by your friend and mine, Babaloo Mandel. Oh, wow. Okay. Do you remember Mm -hmm. that? See, that is a league of their own. Okay. Yep. We have had some real winners where you're like, (laughs) I can't believe that's a real name. Uh And I just about fell out of my chair when I saw Babylon. We we need like a nerd cannon wall of name fame or something. We need like a weird name alarm. Like, I love that. (laughs) Got it. Shock, shock alarm for weird names. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Z morning zoo like radio mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. okay good job. Um, <laughs> I that the beginning of this movie is weird because we get like the old timey pics 
Yeah, it's all like weapon diagrams and stuff. And then like, which I guess, okay, fine. I see what you're doing. But, Mm -hmm. and then that song, I don't know. You had your pick because you took advantage of me. Ah, it's weird. (laughs) But then we're in a government meeting and at least three of these dudes have been in episodes of X-Files. Oh, yeah, that's a given, I feel like, for anything we watch. <laughs> that's a given. Anytime there's a room full of middle-aged white men and the, you, know, you can just assume <laughs> half yes. of them were on the fucking X-Files. But it's mm-hmm. funny because the one guy literally was in an episode that we watched, like, the night before. Mm. And I was like, oh, hi, hello, you, yep. who I, whose yep. name I will not look up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's some, some I, great, great CGI here. This is not even, this is barely a CGI. I haven't had a working weapon since Korea. And Hilarious. they all I'm yep. like, is it funny? That dude has one moral and he leaves and they murder the fuck out of him. The, they, the one black dude is yeah. like, this is too too evil for me. And they're going like, to kill him for me. It. This is too evil. And they're like, mm, probably have to die now. <laughs> yep. Yeah. They I think vaporize. that's the we're dealing with. The, uh, the poor dude in his chair. And like, yes, which yeah. also special effects, special effects within special. Right. Fe- okay, that's a special and effect then, that I could do though. It's the dude in yeah. the chair, and they just okay, stop the camera, go over there, and let's just light this chair on fire, and then we'll be good. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, cinematic genius involves just taking things off screen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, then we get to Mitch, Mitch, and Dr. <laughs> Hathaway. I think you mean Peck. But Walter Peck, yeah, yes, I oh, like shit. to imagine my headcanon is like Walter Peck has like th- th- this is in the same universe as Ghostbusters, sure, and he's like just you know he's the changed same his name to get away, yeah. and it's the same guy, yeah. Uh, well, this, he had this to his name pan- after maybe this, this is he- first, right? You committed he committed fraud, a, so now he has to go. He's fraud. He goes on the run and ends up as the EPA he in like New a York City. For sure, <laughs> Cool. Uh, but I want to just make a note that that we are at the Winter Science Fair, uh-huh. and I feel like that implies that the school that has more than one <laughs> science fair one per science. year, which great. I've been Good a for teacher you. for like seventeen years, sixteen years. I don't think I've ever seen like a science fair to this magnitude. My son is participating in his school science fair Shut literally up, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Ah, what did he make? Did he make a laser? <laughs> no, he did not make a laser. Uh, no, he uh, did his project on erosion because he got a uh, rock tumbler for Christmas this year. That's and dope. And it's it's super cool, and it also, also runs constantly. Yeah, it run it take like the the rocks go in there like five times for like yeah. seven to ten days at a shot, and it just rolls in our basement. And every time I go down there, I think like there's water leaking somewhere, or something's wrong. <laughs> I'm like, what? What is happening? But yeah, he has he has his little trifold poster board. You know, so oh, tomorrow. that's adorable. It's, it's um, apparently the winter science fair. Maybe he'll get recruited yeah, or something. Winter. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's 15. He'll be fine. Uh-huh. Um, compared to you, most people have the IQ of a carrot. So he does this whole thing. The whole thing with, like, the nervous mom. Well, if he didn't do well, it's because I didn't have time to give him his waffles. And I normally make him blah, blah, blah. Like, and he just <laughs> is like, he's such a pretentious dick. Like, yep. Um, yep. I will say... 
he really plays these roles well. Like that is what he True. was meant to do and mm-hmm. he's doing it. Mm-hmm. And then we get to Chris Knight, who's doing a tour of like a per- presumably like a potential job. And he's wearing an I Love Toxic Waste t-shirt and has mm-hmm. an alien headband on. And he's so fucking sexy, I could die. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm on record multiple times as yeah. like being very in, especially to this era, like Val Kilmer. I'm yeah. loving what Mad Mardigan. Willow? Mad Mardigan, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm into it. Now, he, at no point does he have long hair and he's not wearing a skirt really necessarily, but <laughs> I'm very into it. So I'm hearing we need to do a Batman marathon. Oh, shit. To compare I'm actually all the good. Batmans. I feel like... <laughs> I don't uh-huh. know, man. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, he sees that Sherry, well, you are very beautiful. Like, it's very good. Mm-hmm. She's got some issues, right? Anyway. Oh, sure. It's not what we're here for, though. Right. It's not really like our problem, and we're not going to think too deeply about how problematic it is that she's trying to bone the top 10 minds, (laughs) including Mitch when he's 15. (laughs) It's fine because Uh he says no and whatever, whatever. But I love... I think she's super hot and I like how they have this like back and forth where he totally knows what he's getting into. He's into it. She's into it. And he's like, oh, Dr. So-and-so was what was number whatever. Isn't he dead? Mm -hmm. He is now. (laughs) I just wrote yum. She's hot. I'm not saying it's appropriate. It's not cool. Right. Right. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Let let a woman be the predator for once. It never happened. I should shut up. Um, <laughs> so anyway, he's super mm. fucking dorky. He gets to school. Mm-hmm. We get our first peek of Laszlo going in the closet here. Right. And then we get Chris Knight doing a headstand, handstand. Would you be prepared if gravity reversed itself? <laughs> I filed it under H for toy. And like the thing that I like about this movie, which is the thing that I end up liking about like – clueless and like um oh god what else was i gonna buffy is like this super quick intelligent funny way that they like all talk to each other yeah mm-hmm. i think that young people really enjoy it when i get down verbally too <laughs> <laughs> always <laughs> never no always <laughs> I do enjoy it when you get – I mean, the young people love it when I get down verbally. hmm So, yeah. See, Mitch, I used to be you, and I was missing me. So I asked Heather if I could room <laughs> with me, and here you are. Uh-huh. This, we get, like, a minor thing here about the vague threats from the army about fraud is a felony you're, like, doing yeah, your is house. This, this is at Peck's house, right? Um, yeah. Sorry. What's his name? Hathaway. Hathaway. What is your perception of this random dog that he's constantly chasing away? I think Which it's is, just... It, it's the most beautiful dog. Like I want it, to be best friends with that dog. It's the idea gorgeous, is he treats to this dog you. as a mm-hmm. mutt. Like, mm-hmm. what's happening with this dog? Where I don't know. It bugged me. My impression is it's meant, it's meant to show that he's a curmudgeon dick weasel would be my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that also maybe karma is real because true. Okay, <laughs> like I don't know. Ken sucks. It goes from God to Jerry to me. Right. 
Kent, um, it's, this is why I said you're not allowed to use my first name because he says to you're Kent. You're not allowed to use my first name. Oh, you did, did it again. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then one of my favorite parts, and this is something that for whatever reason sticks in my head so much, is that like Bodhi with the crazy hair. It's like, Bodhi, I noticed you stopped stuttering. And he goes, yeah, I've been giving myself shock treatments. And Hathaway goes, huh, <laughs> up the dosage. <laughs> and whenever anybody is like having a hard time or says they're going on medic or whatever, I always in my head I silently go, "Huh, up the dosage." I don't know why. <laughs> um, in my head, it applies a lot, but I never say it out yeah. loud because nobody yeah, yeah. would get that reference. But for some reason, it always stuck with me. Or mm-hmm. up the voltage, he says, but it, <laughs> up the voltage. Um, Mitch solves whatever problem they're having in like two point seconds, and then somebody calls him Mighty Mouse, which is funny. <laughs> Um, Mighty Mouse here beat your placement scores by over 20 points or whatever. Yep, yep. Um, and then we get Smart People on Ice. Oh, yeah, Smart People on Ice. I, what is the, the friend's name with the giant cherry? I like that guy. Ick. Ick, right, Ick. Yeah, he's cool. I like Ick. And then Jordan on the sled, she's got tizzy yep. She's like real cute. And very, <laughs> she is. Okay. <laughs> I, she, listen, I feel like she's really attractive. I feel like she needs a new haircut. Uh, she's adorable but, yeah the haircut's um, tragic but i'm i'm fine with it <laughs> i know the first time i watched this i was like hey jordan she's super cute she's super i think cute. she's super cute her little voice is cute she's very sweet mm-hmm. like yeah i'm into it for sure so let me ask you this did you dorm did i dorm yeah i i dormed for two years and was there ever smart people on ice? Did you get up to wacky hijinks? <laughs> <laughs> there were definitely not enough wacky hijinks. I, there there were like minor little things, but nothing worth. Hey, one time somebody got real drunk and put a pizza in the kitchen in the basement and they forgot about it and almost burned our dorm down and we all had to oh, evacuate no. at 3 a.m. <laughs> that's like the Oh, no, that's that terrible. That's not like uh, a cute and cheeky hijink. No, it's <laughs> not. That's what I'm saying. Most of them are not. You know what I was really disappointed about in college? There's all these stories about how colleges have these cool, like, secret passages and the steam tunnels below the college. And I'm sure that's real somewhere. But, man, I never really discovered any steam tunnels. And that's kind of a bummer because I would have really liked to explore some steam tunnels. Yeah, for sure. Damn. The closest I got was once at UB when I actually stumbled into, like, a basement construction area and couldn't get out. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. That was an accident. Me. Yeah. Like, whoops. I didn't dorm. And in my head, uh, I see, you see all these movies and people are always doing fun shit. And I'm like, oh, I want that to happen. But I know that that probably isn't the real. No. It was a lot of hanging out in people's rooms and not doing a whole lot. That's what I remember. That's kind of what I've assumed. This is Kent. This is what happens to people when they get too sexually frustrated. <laughs> Kent's the fucking worst. I know he's meant to be, but whatever they got going on with, like, the glasses and the braces and the facial expression that guy's making, again, he is doing Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. he has been tasked to do. He is infuriating. You want to punch him. Yep. (laughs) Um, Mitch is, like, snuggling with his homework in the most dorky, uncomfortable-looking PJs of all time. (laughs) And then Jordan busting on him while he's peeing. She made him a sweater. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I gotta go. I never sleep. I don't know why. You just never sleep. And then my roommate made her crazy, and she had to get committed. And she. Yes, <laughs> I don't think it's any surprise that Mitch is like into Jordan because 
No. It's like you bust in on me while you're peeing and you're like, I have a sweater for you. That That's awesome. Sorry. That's that's, awesome. That's, I agree. That's, that's the both cool of us name. would be like, yup. <laughs> <laughs> that is the kind, like, listen, be totally weird. Be that kind mm-hmm. of weird. <laughs> like, yep. I'm into it. That's right. Um, yep. She's adorable. So anyway, um, I like all the writing on the walls in the dorm. Oh, there's a lot going on in all there of these is places. There's so much visually like. going on. Yeah. Listen, it's absurd to be into Vale Kilmer's gross, saggy boxers because boxers are a hate crime, but he looks so good. <laughs> gross, saggy boxers. Oh, my God. I can't and even put pants on over that. Oh, that'd be so uncomfortable. Yeah, and then they have a whole conversation about, like, the closet guy, but he's still, mm-hmm. he's, like, nagging him about it, which is funny. And then we get we get our first study montage. Falling, yeah. falling. School montage. And there's progressively, this is where we get the progressively more boom boxes. Yes. This is Mitch trying to adjust to school, right? Yeah. We get Jordan has the page turning machine. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Love it. I felt like this montage went on for a really long time. They all do. And they even, None they of them even have like an, <laughs> in, they haven't, I think it's Mitch and Val, Val Kilmer. What's his name? Chris. Chris, Chris Knight. Have like an inaudible conversation. The montage just goes right through it. We don't even hear what they're saying or know what they're doing. It's just like, nope, it's still montage. You guys are back too soon. We're still doing the montage. It was like like, they ordered a 10-minute song and then they played the whole fucking thing. (laughs) And I, I don't know if you were watching it like now and like the pacing is obviously like different or whatever like this movie is almost two hours in 1985 yeah which yeah. you know what i mean but and some of the a lot of that is montage but as a rewatch i'm completely into it and i mm-hmm. wonder how it would feel if i was watching it for the first time but i yeah. find all the little like tidbits very charming I like that they take a lot of time to like give us the flavor of how their mm. life is. I think that's something that I find like comforting or like uh, makes it feel more like they're my buddies or something. I don't know. Mm. So personally, I enjoy it. I have all these things in my notes that are clearly what I found to be sort of the witty repartee of this movie. Yeah. But I don't have the context anymore to know yeah. what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I probably know. I f- we were supposed to record this before. I feel like I know every line of this movie. I was hot and hungry. Oh. I needed my jello. I don't know. That, is it like that time? He says it to Kent. Is it that that time that I found you standing naked in the whatever? I like, what a weird dream. Was it a dream where you were standing in sort of sun god robes with women throwing little pickles at you? Right. Throwing little pickles at you. Yeah, I wrote that down too. Uh huh. Whatever. We go to Jerry's house. He wants five megawatts by mid May. Here's where we find out he hates popcorn. He holds mm-hmm. his graduation over him and he tells him very seriously and very passionately to try to decap. And then we get the um, being snubbed by beauticians is not my idea of a good time. <laughs> so, but him and Jordan flirt and, you know, they're going to do the whatever. And, of course, Kent blows them in. My favorite part of all of that is that someone goes, Dr. Hathaway, are you wearing makeup? Because <laughs> yeah. he came from filming. <laughs> he came from filming. He's a science show. He's a yeah, celebrity he, sciencer. He berates Mitch, like, so hard. He does. And that sucks. And poor baby Mitch. 
who, for the record, is only 15, called Yeah, home okay, crying. so did he need to be 15 for this movie? That was a, a kind of a sticking point for me. Like, I don't think he needed to be 15 at all. I don't know why. He could have just been a regular freshman, but I think he the day... He could have just been a freshman. Some of the stuff about, like, the romance stuff would have been less weird if he wasn't 15. I agree, but I, I don't... So, okay... So here's what I know, and here's my impression. What I know is that partially this was inspired by a like Time article about like whiz kids that were like skipping grades and going hmm. to college super early. Yeah, and there's I a verb for that. It's called Doogie Housering it. Correct. So do you remember <laughs> though? Like Doogie Hauser was on, and like yes. I feel like there was article. There was like I I don't know anybody that this happened to, and my like relatively large sized high school that I went to and yeah. like a re- relatively affluent like suburb. I don't know that that ever happened to anybody, but it happened on TV I two grades. all the time. Really? Yeah. No. When did like it, oh, <laughs> no. the sincerity. Also, you're very smart. And if you would have told me you skipped as a little kid, I totally would believe you. No, but I don't I know anybody that went grade. to college at 14. Do you know what I no. mean? Yeah. No. Like, and I don't know how often that ever really happened, but there was like, I don't, I remember there being like stories that it would happen. So I wonder if that's why, right. although I agree with you, that he could have just been like 18 and a freshman. <laughs> Right. I feel like, sure. <laughs> Man, now the Doogie Howser mu- uh, music is stuck in my head. Oh. <laughs> do you remember the Doogie Howser music? Yeah, you remember it. Um, yeah, I do. And now it's in there. Um, he, Kent does this truly shitty thing where he plays the recording. You rented out my room, mom. Yeah. Yeah. That's super shitty. That's and super shitty. Chris talks him into saying, you have to get back at Kent. It's a moral imperative. And here's where we get, like, Laszlo Hollyfeld's like, backstory. Mm-hmm. And tells him that you gotta, like, chill out. But you have to get revenge. So then we get another great line. Because now they're doing revenge plot of the car. Kent's name is on his license plate. My mother does that to my underwear. Your mother puts license plates <laughs> in your underwear? How do you sit? <laughs> like, I don't know. I love it. And I like that not only is the car reconstructed in the bedroom, but it's snoring. <laughs> Like, you, you and then we bastard. get back to Hathaway's house and we get the best line of all time. Can you hammer a six inch spike through a board with your penis? <laughs> Girls got to have too. her standards. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, Paul, you might know, uh, mm-hmm. listeners, this is new information for you that I am newly engaged to a wonderful man. Hey, and yeah. I promise you that this exact phrase was a direct pickup <laughs> line I used on him about 10 minutes into conversing <laughs> on the apps. And he still will bring it up to this day. I was like, what made an impression on you, didn't it? Didn't it? A girl's got to have her Uh standards. Uh It's a very good line. Uh Uh-huh. And if a man doesn't have a witty answer to that, ladies, you just keep swiping. You keep swiping. (laughs) I'm not saying he needs an answer needs to be yes. There just needs to be a witty answer. Okay. Okay. Good (laughs) dating tips from Beth. Obviously, I'm the person you should go to for dating tips. (laughs) At this point, I feel like Hathaway's furious for no real reason other than that the army is making him sweat. Yeah. And he's taken that out on Chris. He says mm-hmm. he's going to kick him out or whatever. No, I don't know. He, he's mad. And he's then mad. He's not going to graduate. He's not going to graduate. And then we get a whole other, now we have to have Mitch talk Chris into staying. In the immortal mm-hmm. words of Socrates, I drank what? 
And then he <laughs> makes fun of him. We have to get him. It's a moral imperative. He like does his like Chris impression. So then I wrote laser montage number dot 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 12 right i wrote another montage montage here give my all just to be number one (laughs) this is that one um there's so many songs i give my best to be the rest it's absurd I feel like so Laszlo comes in at some point here after the montage, yeah. and I really like that uh, they're like, "Hey, Laszlo," and he's like, "Oh, that's me," and that feels very yeah. like he goes, "Oh, me," <laughs> right? Yeah, that's how I feel most days. Oh, that's me, right? right? I'm, I'm doing oh, the thing. Oh, yes. <laughs> hey, Mister Cluster. Oh, that's me, right? Yeah, I forgot. Yes, you have to like remind yourself to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I like in this montage, we get the guy who, like, has a freak out. So at one point, they're all sitting around a table studying, and somebody, this guy, like, loses his mind. He must, like, the pressure's cracked him, and he starts screaming at everybody. And the music is playing. You can't hear the screaming, but you can see that mm-hmm. he's screaming at everybody. Mm-hmm. And everyone's just kind of watching him, and he screams at, like, every person in turn, and he, like, knocks shit over, and he runs out of the room. And then everybody just adjusts and keeps studying. And I, for whatever reason, as a kid, that made a real impression on me. <laughs> Sherry the starfucker is waiting in his room. Nugel. Um, Sherry Nugel. Sherry Nugel. <laughs> Whatever her name and is. She's sitting in his room in the dark like a fucking creep. Yep. This is gross. She shouldn't she's like, I waited a couple years. I'm like, you don't wait long enough, ma'am. Yeah, right. But he turns her down, thankfully, which is great. And then he goes to tell Jordan very he awkwardly goes to Jordan. Yeah. that he did want to make it, but not with her. She goes, yeah. oh, um. So then they have a, <laughs> like an awkward smooch. It's very cute. Uh-huh. And then <laughs> Jerry's talking to that angry army guy in the next scene. Where's my laser or whatever? And Jerry goes, it's coming. And the other guy goes, it's not coming. It's not even breathing hard. <laughs> Ah, I did the not fuck? get that one. That was the first time. I've seen this movie 9,522 times, and that's the first time I caught that joke. And I don't know. It really cracked me up. It's not even breathing hard. Yep. So that's good. Uh, Ken fucks up the laser like a Kent total dick. Ken fucks up the laser. Ken is, has uh, some issues. Yep. He sucks. And then Chris takes the exam, and he writes, I ace this. And he gives him an exploding apple. An exploding which- apple. Yeah, like what if he bit into that, man? This is a very different movie if he bites into that apple. Right. And <laughs> like, also, if that was today, they would have had to like fucking evacuate for seven mm-hmm, days. Mm-hmm. So the laser's fucked, and Kent immediately gives himself up. Like immediately, because yeah. he's the worst. And uh, also, before they start the exam, he says, thinking of naming my kid after you. Dipshit night has a nice <laughs> ring to it. <laughs> but then this tantrum about the laser not working gives him an idea to fix the problem because his tube of ice that he's been using to con the vending machine is gives him an idea. Um, and he says, want to see a demonstration of gravity? And then he throws the kids' books on the ground. <laughs> when I was cool. in school, for some reason, we called that brucing someone. Oh, you would get never bruised, heard it before. And the 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 verb to your bruce books on the ground? is to throw somebody else's. Did you ever like be walking down the hall and some shitty person would like smack your books out of your hand, and then you That's had to like bruising? pick them up and it's bruising. I don't know why. Okay, I, I can't be the Poor only bruce. person who remembers this, but there was no. only like one bruce <laughs> in our school. Anyway, okay, he bruces him, and uh, he goes to see Jerry to gloat, and um, that chick is there. 
And the girl, the, the teenage girl is there and yes. she's so mad yeah, yeah. and he goes, well, you'll hammer later. But here's the thing. This man has no penis. Um, Bill Murray told us. No <laughs> Bill Murray very, uh, yeah. very yep, clearly yep, yep. told us that and I believe it. And <laughs> so I don't know, like you're, you're going to look me in the eye and tell me that you would pick fucking Walter Peck. <laughs> Over over Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer, who is so <laughs> hot, and later goes on to play Jim Morrison, and like, uh. fucking, uh, are you kidding me? Yep. Stop it right now! And no that girl is easily taste. like a teenager, so yes. there's no way she would pick that crusty old ginger man. There's no fucking way. I don't care crusty how crusty old ginger. Holy shit! The ginger hate. What's happening? I don't care how. No. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I apologize. We all know I'm an an equal opportunity employer. I'm just saying. (laughs) Uh, This is one of my favorite parts of the movie, though. We get the uh, Laszlo realizes what the laser's for. Oh, shit. They go to Purgatory Burger because the laser goes all through the whole world. They could have definitely murdered someone. The fact that they didn't murder five people (laughs) walking by with that fucking laser, they were like, put the Sunder blocks up, and that shit went to another state. (laughs) Yeah. There's like holes in everything. Ken throws a total tantrum, Uh and then they go to Purgatory Burger, which I would also like to go to. That looks (laughs) great. And yeah, Laszlo shows up. But first, Jordan says, Mm -hmm. Are you going to introduce me to your family? And he goes, no. And she goes, why? <laughs> Are you embarrassed of me? And he goes, no, them. And she goes, oh. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, Laszlo is like, well, what if it already has a purpose? One for which it was specifically designed. Like, he immediately yeah. figures it out. Yeah. And, of course, he's right. The lab is empty. This is what I mean is the best part. It's, <laughs> this is Jesus, Ken. This is Jesus, Ken. <laughs> They put a transmitter in Ken's braces. Stop playing with yourself. It is God. (laughs) It is God. Amazing. (laughs) Later on, they're they're like, hi, Ken, have you been touching yourself? He's like, yes. I mean, no. (laughs) I mean, no. (laughs) Um, They bullshit their way into an Air Force base. Super realistic. Super easily, yeah. Um, They put some ideas in the copier. Yep, they do a little hackety hack and Mm -hmm. um, they sneak on a plane and do science. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, that's what happens. They tell Kent to go. This is the part I don't get. They want Ken to what? Witness this? They, 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 they like, do the thing a a second time and, like, get him to go there. I get having the other professors there and they're both wearing bunny slippers. (laughs) My wife loves them. Ken is wearing, I was just going to say, more importantly, Ken is wearing a turtleneck dicky. He's wearing uh-huh. a dicky! <laughs> yeah. Mess. And then he breaks into the house, obviously, against the orders. Yeah. And he the total weird Naruto arms where he's like, and <laughs> super weird. And yeah. then there's popcorn. There's so much popcorn, and Jerry is so sad, and everybody wants to rule the world. Oh, but first, we uh-huh. get Laszlo. Laszlo pulls up with his RV. And all with, of his prizes. Uh, Sherry Nugel. Yep. And with Sherry N- Nugel. And Nugel. she is into it. Uh-huh. And I love that for them. I wish that the thing yep. with the trying to bone the 15-year-old didn't happen. But, like, I'm into the, like, she found number one and he likes her and she likes him. And they're going to go, like, ride around in the RV prize winnings. Love it. Yep. 
Yep. Love that for Laszlo. And then, um, so the popcorn thing, so that we like slow motion kids playing in popcorn. Yes. And I wrote at the beginning of the movie that like the first scene we see at Hathaway's house, I'm like, this is a weird house. It doesn't look quite right. Like it's set super weird. I did not remember that the house totally blows up at the end. And I was like, oh, this is why the house looks like 100% like a stage when you first see it because they have to blow it up later with popcorn. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then he comes home. Could you imagine? Now he's a shithead and he can go fuck himself. But like, can you imagine coming home? And seeing your house looking like that, that you just yeah. redid all of. Right. And just the complete clusterfuck of adulting that would have to occur. And then the dog oh comes. Oh, my God. Then the dog comes. <laughs> yeah, the dog comes at the end. Absolutely. Randomly. And everybody wants to rule the world. Uh-huh. That's a great so, song. I love that song. It's a great song. Tears, I love Tears for Fears. Yeah. Is this in your canon? <sighs> I don't think so. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I don't think my son would enjoy this. I think it's one of those ones that hits differently for those of us who were there, or at least sort of there at the time. I don't think he would get a lot of it. I think it's, generally speaking, really slow. Like you were saying, this is a long movie. It was much longer than I remembered Mm -hmm. for what it is, which is kind of a silly thing. And I I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know. I could be convinced otherwise. I could see a moment where I'm like, you know, hey, what, what do you want to watch? And like, oh, yeah, I have a thing. We could try. And then I feel like we'd go like 30 minutes to be like, what is this? But yeah, I think I'm a no, even though I enjoyed it. What are you? I'm a yes. I really like it. Yeah. I don't know if they'll love it. And I wouldn't force it if we're halfway through and they're like, what the hell's happening? Like, we could turn yeah. it off. But I think there's enough joke to kind of bring it all the way through I think that for whatever reason in my head, and there's probably other ones and maybe I'm wrong, but like to me, this is an 80s movie that is has like a plot or a story that's like very different from a lot of the other ones. Yeah. And I don't think it like has aged super terribly because I just think that there's like, you know, we can always identify with somebody trying to fit in, but I just think it, it kind of lives in its own little time capsule. And I just, I don't know, mm-hmm. I really like it. So okay. if they don't like it, they don't have to finish it. But I think that it's going to be one that I will want to put on because I like to okay. put it on as a rewatch. So they're going to just fair. get like um, exposed to it, I guess. Yeah. That's what I would say. And thankfully, it didn't turn out to have any like weird racist bits or, you know, nothing's really too <laughs> right. problematic other than the like. Yeah. with the 15 year old but yeah yeah that's my that's my uh my take on it so cool um so all of that thanks everybody for listening thanks to joe costanza for writing our theme song if you want more nerdy goodness find us online we're at nerd canon on all the things join our patreon we'll see you in two weeks with 10 things i hate about you 10 things i hate about you um until next time you're not allowed to use my first name that's what i heard This has been a production of Nerd Cannon. Follow us at patreon.com slash nerdcanon to get in on the fun. This has been brought to you by listeners like you.